Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus. I'm Tess Taylor. My guests today here are uh, from TZD. We like to talk to them once in a while uh, towards zero deaths. Tom Nixon is here. He is with TZD. Also joining us in the studio today are uh, Captain Adam Fulton and Lieutenant Carla Beers from the Minnesota State Patrol. First, glad you're here safely. Welcome to Community Focus. Thanks for having us. Let's talk about it. Uh, <laughs> look outside. The road's not improving by any means. And, of course, we're heading into the holiday weekend. Tom, maybe we'll start with you. Um, what is TZD doing right now and focusing on this time of year? When we talk about the holidays and the importance of everybody being at those events and what we want to uh, be spending our time doing, it's not mourning especially. It's, uh, it's not visiting the local ED because of even just minor bumps and bruises from not paying attention behind the wheel. We hope that people make some decisions as the days come forward here on when to travel, when not to travel, and if they've been out uh, celebrating, that which is not our conversation today not to, but to think ahead and have a plan. Yeah. So TZD talks a lot about that at this time of the year. We partner with our law enforcement, and I have two great uh, representatives of that group here today that talk about what they look forward to in uh, the Christmas and New Year's time frame on what we're going to be watching for on the roads. But ultimately, a reminder to think ahead, plan ahead, be prepared, and um, TZD would like to see that goal of towards zero deaths become a reality. Absolutely. And it sounds we have numbers to talk about, too, here as we wind down the year or the month. We do. We uh, I am happy to say that there's an improvement this year over last year. Great. We are, unfortunately, still too many lives lost. Uh, 430 lives lost this year on our roads. Uh, that's a preliminary number. Some things go into factors and when they figure that out later. Compared to 480 last year. It is progress. It is great progress because one is too many. But if we're able to save uh, that many more this year, people are making better decisions. Um, the vehicle miles traveled, the things we count for how many people are out on the road, that didn't go down. Mm-hmm. But what we're seeing is people are making better choices, and uh, that's that's a, a good news situation. So let's keep it up. Most people are doing it right. Yeah, absolutely, and that's a good thing. And we talk about that a lot. Like, it's sad, like you say, these numbers um, that, yeah, they're going down, but every single one uh, is many lives affected. So want to keep people safe. So, okay, let's talk a little bit now about the roadways. And I know you guys are weathering it coming in, but uh, roads are not, they are deteriorating and it doesn't look very good here for the next few days for travel. What do people need to know right now as they're planning for their holidays? Adam, maybe we can talk to you about that. Yeah, 100%. The roads are not getting better. Um, Over the last few days, uh, we've seen the temperatures dropped. And even today with the temperature drop, it it did actually start to warm up. But then with that came a little bit of snow. So, Mm -hmm. Um, with this TZD partnership, though, the greatest thing that uh, we've probably established is these interagency re- relationships that MnDOT has already formulated a plan on what they have going on for even like tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm sure many listeners remember the big uh, massive pileup we had last year in the hole in the day Bay Area around the end of February. Oof. And we're already kind of developing a plan because winds are forecasted to be up tomorrow. So um, they've got a plan in place with extra trucks and signboards, that type of thing. And, and we'll have extra troopers out tomorrow and with this holiday season. So it's just a good friendly reminder for people to uh, slow down, turn those headlights on, um, and remember that you know other people are on the road with you, and, and especially this weekend, especially this weekend with people traveling to you know their loved ones' houses. Myself, I'm hosting, and we're going to have a bunch of extra people at our house, so I know a lot of people will be on the road. So... 
And two, this time of year, a lot of visitors in town that may not be as comfortable or as well aware of roadways and the conditions and how fast they can change in Minnesota. So we need to be aware of that as well. Yeah, absolutely. The roads are a different dynamic here than they are down in the metro. Yeah. We just don't have um, the uh, the infrastructure type setup that the metro does where they might have a couple hundred plows out hitting the roads all the time, continuous right. 24-7. We're not going to have that here. So it's just something that people need to take into consideration just going to have to slow it down. Okay. So and it, they yeah. may not know it when they come to town because they don't know it. That's what we're talking yeah. about. But maybe you as a friend or a family member say, hey, when you're coming off the, the state highway and you turn on our township road, hey, just so you know, it's usually snow covered. Uh, there's a sharp turn just before our driveway. You know, we always tell everybody to go slow, stay over to the right. You know, the neighbor always is goofy in the middle. of <laughs> Whatever the story is, it's great to have that conversation and just let them know. It'll work. They'll yeah. know about it then. Yep, that's good. And that's part of the planning. And we should talk a little bit about planning. Well, that is one thing I wanted to touch on. If you do have if you do have people coming to see you in town, have them pay attention to where they're at. Are they northbound? Are they southbound? Yes. What road are they on? What direction are they going? So if something does happen, we can get responders and law enforcement to you in a timely fashion instead of looking for you or, or not knowing exactly where your location is. Mm-hmm. I remember that uh, Kurt Mowers years ago, we'd always say that if you're doing traveling during the winter months, you know, and you're not used to where you're, maybe on 210, I'm at, you know, once in a while, look at the mile marker and kind of keep a track of where you are or what town you just passed through and which way you're heading, like you said. So, uh, yeah, that can come in very handy to help get help to you sooner rather than later in these situations. So what other things should we be planning on if we do have to travel with these conditions? I would definitely say have uh, like a winter kit with you. Um, it's it's not really something – a lot of people are pretty comfortable with if they go in the ditch, they dial 911, and uh, somebody's going to be out to them rather quickly. Like you just mentioned, um, what can speed us up is if they know where they are. But a lot of times if we're busy, we might not get to somebody with it for you know, a half hour or an hour, and it might be a little bit of a delay. And uh, with the temps, especially what we had this morning, I saw as cold as 12 below, and that's air temp, You know, yeah. not talking about wind chill. And it might be a little bit. Somebody might need to be prepare themselves that somebody will be coming to help you, but it might not be immediate. So mm-hmm. maybe look at a winter survival kit uh, and have some uh, early forethoughts and preparation stuff, extra stuff in your vehicle with you. Some warmer clothing that you could throw on, that type of thing. Okay. M- more than Crocs and, yeah, yeah, and absolutely. Um, shorts. An extra pair of, uh, yeah, little knit mittens because uh, those do, usually don't do a lot of good. So That's right. And before we went on the air, we were kind of talking about, you know, if you do go in the ditch, calling up your buddy. Let's talk about that. That is not necessarily recommended. It's not, it, and it almost, it happens a lot. Um, we'll, we'll see that on some of the roads. You just have to remember, if, if you go in the ditch, and I, and I know it's, especially myself, being a parent of a young driver, every parent wants, oh, I'm going to go out there and help my, my child or a loved one or whatever. And, and oftentimes, I just caution the listeners and re, just a reminder that if somebody goes in the ditch in a certain spot, it's going to be pretty slippery there. There's a reason why they went in the ditch in the first place. Right. We don't necessarily need another vehicle out there that doesn't have emergency lights. Mm. And oftentimes, all will arrive, uh, state troopers, local uh, officers, deputies, and police officers will arrive at a scene, and then somebody will show up at the scene because they want to help. And where do they show up? They sit behind our emergency lights, oh. which then means wow. the rest of the public can't see your lights. So, just a reminder: if you if you do go in the ditch, we, we will we're coming, mm-hmm. and uh, you can call somebody. We can give you a ride to a gas station, or we can give you a ride off the road, and somebody can meet you in a much safer location than where we are, and we'll get the tow truck coming and that type of thing, and and uh, do it in a much safer manner than somebody trying to pull out a car in a tow rope that 
yeah. blocks traffic, which causes a whole host of other issues. So. And, and where's your safest place to be if you're in a crash or you're in the ditch? Uh, depending on what traffic is doing at that time, it may be right back in your vehicle get with in. your seatbelt yep. yep. on. Yeah. Because if you're trying to stand in the middle of the road and get someone's attention uh, or you're getting out of the way, so you think that's not the place necessarily to be. And with the weather like it is, yeah. having that that preparation and knowing where you're at is going to do a lot for getting help to where they need to be. And that sounds like the storm system. Yeah, we're going to get snow initially. It's going to come, but then it's going to be that blowing and the drifting. And that's the yep. stuff that causes the visibility issues. Can't see your lines on the road. You're going by what I call the zip strips, like, yep. you know, trying to navigate. So Drive um, by feel. Yeah, drive by feel, exactly. And uh, that can be very dangerous. So if you're out of your vehicle and you if they can't see your car, they can't see you. So A, a logic thing or a thing to think about, if you have a left-hand turn and there's all that snow cloud going, you might be better served to go down further where you might have a better visibility spot and come back so you're making a right-hand turn yeah. if you're with a bunch of traffic behind you. I just witnessed that on the way over here. You know, it's... a, a a 45-minute trip today, which usually would have been a 20-minute trip. So yeah. just for everybody's awareness, it's it's not the roads are, are that bad. It's your driving behavior, and driving cautiously should take longer. So plan ahead. Drive for the yeah. conditions, too. All right. Yeah. What else should we know about uh, these kind of conditions and, and driving and traveling? Well, I do have one tip from my days on the road um, answering crashes and calls. Yeah. If you travel with a four-legged pet, you know, a four-legged mm. family member, Please put their collar and a tag on because if they're involved uh-huh. in a crash, a lot of times those pets are traumatized as well. And I've had several run away from the scene. Oh. We're trying to find them in this deep snow. Good point. But if they end up in someone's yard and they don't have a collar on, we don't know who they belong to. Yeah. So put the collars on, put the tags on so we know, you know, if something should happen, God forbid, Mm -hmm. but we can get that pet reunited with you. And ultimately, isn't it better if you are traveling any distance in such conditions to maybe have them in a pet carrier? So if there is a crash, they can't escape and they're usually safer in that confined space like we are staying inside our vehicle. Very yep. true. Yep. Okay. Very right. Okay. Very good. Um, other things we want to talk about uh, today before we let you guys go. We were talking about ca- maybe just caring for your vehicle alone yeah, before the, you hit the road, and that's any time. This little light of mine? Yes. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the the tire lights that are coming on when uh, the, yes. the cold weather is here. I think many of us have uh, endured that, and when we get <clears> below <throat> 15 degrees, it's pretty common that we will see those tire lights come on. And if, for those people that have that tire, tire pressure monitoring systems, if you don't, don't, uh, the kick test is probably at least the minimum <laughs> you should be doing. Uh, but if you see that the sidewall is non-existent on the bottom and it's okay on the top, that means don't drive on it. So uh, oh. jokes aside, if we see that, uh, um, that you don't have adequate air pressure, you're going to have trouble with control, you're going to have trouble with ride, um, and it's going to get worse. Mm-hmm. So if you have that low tire pressure monitor light coming on saying, hey, we need to add air, at this temperature. I won't go through the calcs right now, but what you need to know is it's going to continue to fall as it gets colder, and wherever it's leaking because it was holding before is going to continue to leak more. So go to the the service station or go to the dealership. Go somewhere mm-hmm. and and get the air to the level it needs to be. In fact, it's it's not recommended to go over the pressure you should have, yeah. but get it to the proper proper or upper limit to what needs to be there so that you have that reserve in this cold weather. Mm-hmm. Those tires uh, do a lot for your safety, and surprisingly, um, it's going to change your drive and your ride. Uh, if you're in that snow cloud next to the road, you're trying to change your tire, that's not the place to find out you needed to do this before you left. Right. Guilty. Excuse me. I need to go get mine checked. So. 
You and probably a lot of other yeah. people. And, you know, if you got snow packed in the wheel, uh, clean that out. That's it's going to shimmy and shake. You're going to have trouble with control at that point. It's harder in your vehicle. It's really, you think of how small those little weights are they use to balance your tires. Mm-hmm. A chunk of snow can do, or ice can do, quite a bit of unbalancing yeah. at that point. Especially for those of us who travel maybe before the plows and we're getting a lot of snow in those tires. Yeah. That, ha- that has happened numerous times, and it does. That gives you that little shimmy. Yep. So that can't be good either. So. And let's talk about clearing off windshields. I, if I, <laughs> it's kind of funny to see, you know, after the recent snowfall, that heavy stuff. Still, like, there can be a foot of snow on some vehicles that are driving around and that snow isn't going. But eventually the wind's going to kick it. It's going to hit, you know, fall back, hit another vehicle. And keeping our windshields clear, that's a whole other realm, right? Oh, absolutely. And, and it's just a matter of a few extra minutes with a window scraper and uh, taking that time just to remember, like so we said, you're, you're not the only car there. Um, but uh, that snow, like you said, is going to go somewhere, and it typically ends up in somebody else's car yeah. in their path. And um, especially at highway speeds, that's about the time that it seems to come off. So yep. spend a couple minutes, clean that stuff off, uh, and uh, it just it helps hit all your windows. We'll I'll see it quite a bit, and I know we'll see it even more today that uh, somebody will just brush off the front windshield. Well, that yeah. doesn't do you a lot of good in the back. And I, I see a lot, too, with the rear window defog. defog, defog Fogger, mm-hmm. easy for you to say. Easy for me to say, yeah. <laughs> Defroster, and uh, they won't even use it where the back window will still be frosted Frozen. over. And it's yep. like, it, it, take the time, clean that stuff off, and just a few extra minutes is going to help you in the long run. And definitely. unique to this cold time is you'll get that frost developing on the inside, inside. of your windshield. When you shut your yep. warm vehicle off oh. or you're talking too much on your phone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that that's a problem that you need to resolve before you're driving and one of the things like that snow on the hood can come hit the windshield and cause that fog over condition Mm -hmm. what do you do well reduce your speed move over to the right if you have the room to do so and get off the road and let it clear make sure you're clearly able to see all directions because that's a that's a statute that's something you have to follow we we would like people to do it but we we actually legally need you to do that yeah there's uh we've seen Far too many crashes like in my career where they've been caused by somebody just looking out a, a five-inch oh. hole at the front of their windshield and not being able to see out the sides and everything like that. So it's just a matter of a few extra minutes to yeah. – to, you know, to help yourself out in the long run. And I've seen two um, larger trailers, you know, construction trailers, that uh, sheet of ice on top as they're flying down the road. These sheets are flying off and, you know, drivers behind them are reacting, you know, yeah. as to not get hit by those flying pieces. So just maybe take that extra time to make sure those are all cleared off, too. So yeah. people aren't reacting to your junk on the road. So, all right. Anything else that we should bring up here as we wind down 2022? I just want to make a friendly reminder to drivers who have automatic headlights. We always think that they are automatically on, but please reach down and turn them on manually because we do see a fair number of vehicles that... Uh, don't have headlights on and they virtually disappear in this snowy condition. So I'm one of those who's new to having this and there's sensors and sometimes the sensors get covered with snow and you think it's on, it's not on, so I will double that. Just It's time to just flip them on, just yeah, make it, it a habit. That automatic one, exactly like Lieutenant Beer said, works for nighttime. That's what yeah. it's designed for. It's not designed for bad weather such as rain or snow. Mm-hmm. The other thing that it does when you're turning your headlights on manually it turns on your taillights. And not right. only are we able to see the front, but then somebody can see from the back where the usually your snow cloud is going as you're going down the road. So it just yeah. helps make you more visible, a lot more visible for the other drivers. And 
Snow quake. I was just going to say, and again, too, you know, when the snow starts to fall, please uh, let the snow plows do their job. They are yep. out there trying to help you in advance, so give them the space, give them the time, stay back, stay alive, is the saying I think it is. Yep. You will not win a battle with a snow plow. No, they it's are not going to uh, happen. They that, are definitely geared up for, they're, they're pretty heavy, so they're going to be going slower, and mm-hmm. it, the faster they go, the snow just blows around, so they, that's what the reason why they, they do have to go slow, but uh, yeah, definitely give them plenty of space. Yep. Anything else, Tom, that we should add before we let you escape here today and get back out in the elements? (laughs) I I think what we need to close with is we had a better year this year. And as we look into what happens for 2023, it's hard to even say that already, but we need to be thinking about how we influence the people around us. I'm sure a lot of the people that are listening to this are, are nodding their head, yeah, yeah. It's not you you're really trying to influence. It's the people around you. So share the story. If you have time with family and friends and you know they've had bad habits for years, it's probably a little, lot more uncomfortable than you think. But tell the kids, tell the grandparents, tell the uncle, whoever it may be, why you like them around. And, uh, and maybe they'll find a reason to change their behavior. And for most of us, uh, it just takes a little nudge. So yep. we hope everybody has a safe and happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Take your personal responsibility. Take your time. Get to your destination safely so we can do it again next year. That's right. All right. Thank you all for being here today. Really appreciate it. Thank you guys for what you do. Stay safe on the roads, everybody. And uh, we'll talk to you again in the new year, Tom. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. My guests today, Tom Nixon with Toward Zero Deaths, also Captain Adam Fulton and Lieutenant Carla Beers from the Minnesota State Patrol. I'm Tess Taylor. That's today's edition of Community Focus. And don't forget, you can always listen to Community Focus through our website, 1067wjjy.com, or through our free downloadable app powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. So I switched to Boost Mobile and got this free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Why do you think they call it the Galaxy? Maybe because the Samsung Galaxy A23 has a huge screen. And galaxies are huge gravitationally bound systems of stars rotating around a supermassive black hole. And the phone is free? When you switch to Boost Mobile. Cool. You lost me at gravitationally bound. Switch to Boost and get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. Limited time offer while supplies last. New customers only. Exclusive tax. One device offer per line. Only available on certain networks. 5G not available everywhere. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details.